Hi, this is Lifting Radio. Thank you for downloading this podcast, and I know that after this message, you're going to be lifted and inspired. Make sure you hit the subscribe button to get notifications of new podcasts. Also, follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at the Family Emmanuel, and join our live services at www.livingspringchapel.org/live. You're all lifted. Praise the Lord. Living Spring Shiloh 2019. What will be your testimony? What will be your experience? What will be your color? A new dawn is your experience, is your miracle because it is already prophesied. The new dawn is already set in progress. The new dawn is already put into position. The new dawn is already marshaled, energized to deliver for you. And as the Lord liveth in the name of Jesus, you will be the first partaker. By the way, after me. I want to appreciate God once again. It's a great honor. It's a great privilege. When daddy told me I will bring a word, all I've been doing is focusing on this pulpit. Pastor Ibiyome stood here. Uh, Bishop Emerson stood here. They dropped all the grace here. I said, I was looking for how they will lay hand on me. But protocol did not permit me to get that opportunity. I said, no problem. This is where they were operating from. The moment I step here, I know something different will begin to happen. I appreciate my father in the Lord, a great man of God. It's interesting. I knew daddy very long time ago when I was a student. Uh, in those days when he was in politics, but we are never close. After we met at the CPFM, I tried to connect. I couldn't. I remember I even came to Ibadan to see him, but I couldn't see him. But something interesting happened. One of my pastor friends, I invited daddy. Daddy is to minister in his uh, convention. And he's, that my friend told me, please, you will be the one to usher in daddy before he start ministering. I said, okay. He said, will you have time? I said, this guy didn't know what he's doing for me. I will have all the time in the world. So, daddy came. Long story cut short, I share a few words to bring daddy to the pulpit. When daddy started ministering, Somebody was interpreting, but his interpretation was not too smooth, and I interpret a lot. I just sprang into the interpretation corner, started interpreting. All of that for one purpose, to ensure that, uh uh-uh, this Baba is here today. Nothing will stop me from connecting. And I remember after the meeting, he said, "Ah, I don't know you speak very well. So, So, I said, I've been trying to see you, and he just gave me his number, 
gave me, and from that day, the story has been a story of progress. As I stand here today, thank you, I make bold to say, activity for the building of our uh, church edifice started two weeks ago, all because of what he has been prophesying. And I told, I said, Daddy, you are not coming to us again until we get that off ground. And today, by that which I've contacted on this pulpit, it is up and running. Praise the Lord. I want to appreciate the leadership of this commission, all the pastors. Uh, I'm so blessed to have you around. Um, this morning, uh, I, I, I asked myself, do I really need to come and preach or just to invoke and provoke some things? Because already the atmosphere is saturated. The clouds are heavy and the rain is not only falling, it's regrouping again to start falling in a great dimension. So this morning, permit me to say your threats your new dawn advantage. Your threats. The thing that threatens you. The thing that scares you. The things that organize themselves or are organized by forces of hell to want to make you lose hope and give up. They are actually your new dawn advantage. And I believe God today that at the end of this convention, your story will not be the same again. In the mighty name of Jesus. Father, we bless your name. Lord, we thank you. We give you all the glory. We give you all the honor. I stand here, O oh Lord, on the same grace and unction and power that you have released upon this commission, fellow and daddy. Lord, help me and strengthen me. Give me a word for each one and let your power prevail and let your name alone be glorified. In 2 Kings chapter 2, immediately after Elisha encountered the power, something happened. Oh, thank you. Something happened. He was told... In 2 Kings chapter 2, verse 19. Let me read from the King James Version. I love, okay. He said, And the men of the city said unto Elisha, Behold, I pray thee, the situation of this city is pleasant. As my Lord seeth, but the water is not, and the ground is barren. There was a heavy potential possibilities signs that things can work and must work but there are other forces in the environment that organize themselves to ensure that nobody in that environment is enjoying what has been deposited they say the situation if you read that same scripture in the amplified version is very interesting. He said, And the men of the city said to Elisha, Behold, 
inhabiting of this city is pleasant. Whatever wants to turn your pleasantness to pleasure, in the name of Jesus, they shall be destroyed. They shall be destroyed. He said, it's pleasant as my Lord says, but the water is bad and the locality causes miscarriage and barrenness in all animals. That was the threat to their destiny. That was the threat to everything good that their life is to possess. But Elijah, Elisha came. You know the story. The next thing he said, he said, bring me a new cruise. Put salt there. And he went to the source of the water. You know that story very well. But he said something when he was going to speak. He said, Thus yes, the Lord. Thus yes, the Lord. That this water is healed from today. Verse 21. Elisha said, Thus says the Lord. But when that miracle was to be reported in verse 22, the Bible said, So the waters were healed to this day, as Elisha has said. I'm reading from the Amplified. So the waters were healed. Elisha said, Thus says the Lord. God said, No, Elisha, you are the one that spoke. I only confirm. It was the threat of death. Somebody is under the sound of my voice this morning. You are still wondering how things will happen. You are still wondering how you will come out of that situation. The raw truth is this. That threat, that death, that sickness, that death, that adverse situation is exactly the confirmation that your new dawn is here. People might have mocked you. People might have derogated you. People might have said all manner of things about you. But the raw truth is this. It is in those threats that the awakening of what has been deposited in you will arise. And until it arises from the inside, it cannot manifest in the outside. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. So, that takes me to the major story I want to look at. In Second King, the same Second King, chapter 6, there was a siege on Samaria. You know the story very well. Everything became so bad. In fact, it got to a point, the government of the day on off for the first time. You can scarcely find a president of a nation who will tell you, I don't know what else to do. They must find something to say. But this king of this nation, when that woman came to her, to him, and said, help me, the king said, where will I help you from? Is it from the farm that my own too is not walking? Then the king said something. Second Kings chapter 6 from verse 25. Second Kings chapter 6 from verse 25. 
Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. You see, and there was a great famine. Okay, verse 26. As the king of Israel was passing by upon the wall, a woman cried to him, Help my Lord, O king. He said, For if he does not help you, no, let the Lord help you. For where can I get your help? Out of the threshing floor or out of the wine press? Then the woman told her story. How they ate their children. Then the king said something. He tore his cloth. He put on ashes. And he said, God will do worse to me if the head of Elisha remain on his head. Don't forget the first time Elisha said, don't say the Lord. God said, no. Elisha, you said it, I confirm. Elisha sat down in his house. That's what the scripture says. With the elders. Things were happening in the city. Many of us are sitting down in such a way that the things that are happening to us will never go. The king said, how can we be suffering this with Elisha in town? How can this be? And Elisha was behaving as if it was not a concern to him. If we fail to rise at this time, both for ourselves, our family, and our nation, things will keep going wrong. But when the threat came, and the king said, I will kill him. The threat of death. Nobody will hear the day of his death and begin to rejoice except you know the God that you have. I came this morning to tell somebody forces can threaten you but every adversity of life is only asking one question. What is your interpretation? What is your perception? What is your interpretation? What is your perception? What are you seeing? What are you believing? Are you seeing the end or you are seeing opportunity? Are you seeing the last meal or you are seeing something that can produce more? Are you seeing a close or you are seeing opportunity to create a new road? When the king spoke, Elisha said, Elisha began to hide. In verse, in verse 32, I read from the Amplified. He said, now Elisha sat in his house, and the elders sat with him. And the king sent a man from before him to behead Elisha. But before the messenger arrived, Elisha said to the elder, See how this son of Jezebel, a murderer, is sending to remove my head. Look, when the messenger comes, shut the door and hold it fast against him. It's not the sound of his master just behind him. Let me emphasize this point. There is no hiding place for the timid. There is no hiding place for the fearful. There is no hiding place for everyone who will see his trouble and all his sin is the end. 
There is something about every challenge of life. I read the story of a young man in the Navy of America. It was discovered that his liver has packed up and is only working 10%. And he was given about three months to live. And he was about 20-something years then or 30-something. I can't remember exactly well. Then, when they told him on his sick bed, he said, God, I was once with you, Jesus. I, by the age of 19, I left you. He said, but I am back. I am that prodigal son. Please receive me back. As he finished saying that, he said, I know you have received me. Then he said, Jesus, if I have headache, if I ask you to heal, you will heal. If I have stomachache, if I ask you to heal, you will heal. But Jesus, I'm going to ask you to heal me of this liver terminal problem. And I know you will heal me. He was the one asking. He was the one answering. He was the one speaking. He was the one determining. You are the final actor in every contrary thing in your life. And I know you love yourself. That's why I know your season of new dawn is here in the name of Jesus. Three months after they checked the liver, it was 50% back. Another few months later, they checked back, 90% working. Another few weeks later, everything was okay. The healing was so dramatic that the never... Uh, 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 the Navy of America endorsed the miracle. They endorsed the miracle. Why? Somebody rose to his challenge. We complain about our problem. Elisha said, lock the door when the messenger come. The road through, you can lock the door, physical door. You cannot lock the destiny. Your destiny is an open book. The devil told Jesus, if you are a son of God, if you are the son of God, how did he know? He knew that is who he is. So he knows about your status. He knows, but what the devil did not know is that you are a child of this God and you can claim your place anytime. And somebody is claiming that position today in the name of Jesus. And as you claim it, there shall be restoration. There shall be a turnaround in the mighty name of Jesus. When the king said that, verse 33, and while Elisha was talking with them, behold, the messenger came to him. Then the king came also, and the relenting king said, this evil is from the Lord. Why should I any longer wait, expecting him to withdraw his punishment? What Elisha can, what Elisha can be done? now it is from God but Elisha what can you do in King James Elisha said what can I do? I will not wait for God again the word waiting there like we had yesterday is about looking for excuses to justify the suffering he said after all other people suffer after all other churches are not growing after all somebody has just broken down after all 
whatever negative thing that the enemy is making you to use to console yourself, your God will turn it around. I say your God will turn it around. Your threat is your new dawn opportunity. It's your new dawn advantage. The moment Elisha read, understand that the king will not spare him. Chapter 7 verse 1. Second Kings chapter 7 verse 1. What happened? Second Kings chapter 7 verse 1. Then Elisha said, Hear ye the word of the Lord. Did God went on leave? Was God not speaking again? The first time he needed God to heal the city. He didn't wait for God to speak. He spoke. In fact, when he said, Thus said the Lord, God said, No, you spoke. Somebody is going to speak this morning. Somebody is going to address those issues this morning. And as the Lord lived, by the end of this convention, your new dawn of glory, your new dawn of good health, your new dawn of prosperity, your new dawn of good family, your new dawn of promotion, your new dawn of change of status is established unequivocally. In the name of Jesus. In the mighty name of Jesus. In the mighty name of Jesus. In that God says the Lord. Can I, tomorrow about this time. The new dawn is here. Tomorrow about this time. Now somebody said something many years ago. He was reading the scripture. He said if you read this scripture tomorrow. What will be written there? Tomorrow. If you read it 10 years ago, what will be written there? Tomorrow. So, that tomorrow is not tomorrow Saturday. That tomorrow is now. That tomorrow is now. And I make bold to speak like Elisha spoke. Under the auspices and the unction that is covering this commission. That in the mighty name of Jesus, every death threat... In any area of your life, in the name of Jesus, they are nullified. I say they are nullified. I say they are nullified. Your threat is your new dawn advantage. Your threat is your new dawn advantage. That you are passing through that threat. We were looking for a land for the church. We bought one. By ignorance, it's a six plot, one acre. We got approval, structural drawing, everything was done. But there was this man who was uh, a, a member of Living Spring, Abekota then. I didn't know that I was in that church one day. He had some problem, and the pastor said, please pray for him. We have done all we can. And I prayed for him, and God answered the prayer. I didn't know. I didn't never knew. So, he was now the one, the company we contacted, sent as builder to come and look at the place. When he said, pastor, come, you have done some great thing for me before. Otherwise, I wouldn't speak. Because this kind of thing we like to work with. You will just be sinking money. And all money will be going down and down and down 
and down. What we are to use for retaining wall, we build the church twice. He said, so I advise. We bought that in ignorance. So we started looking. Then suddenly, it's like we are under a siege where we are. It's like things will not work again. Then I began to say, Father, where is this land? Where is it? If this one is not, uh, we can't build this one. Where is the one we build? Not knowing that the land we are looking for is just behind us. And it took us three, four years. But the day we rose up, we got it. And I said before Daddy came, activity has commenced. In fact, they are digging now. Things have been moved to site. By the grace of God, that is coming very soon for the foundation laying. Praise the Lord. Your threat is your new dawn advantage. Let me look at one, two more examples and I close. The widow whose two sons were to be taken as a ransom. Please, this woman was mourning the death of her husband. This woman was mourning death in terms of money. Everything was down. But this woman knew there is an Elisha. While her husband was having all those challenges, she never bothered. God will help all mothers and women and wives. She pretended as if in Yoruba, until the husband died and everything now was on her head. Then she rose. That is why I, I make bold and I'm confident to say to you, that thing threatening you, threatening your marriage, threatening your ministry, threatening your health, is your new dawn advantage. And it is evident that your new dawn is already established. It's just for you to take hold. And you will take hold. I say you will take hold. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. She spoke to Elisha, the same Elisha. You know the story. Say, what do you have in the house? And suddenly, the same woman who was so poor, he had to borrow bowls, became an oil magnet. She became an oil merchant. Because Elisha said, go and sell and begin to live from the remaining. What are you going to say of the woman with the issue of blood? I love her story. The Bible said she has spent all her living and nothing was better. At this very junction, I felt in my, feel in my spirit that that issue that looks like is defiling every solution. In the mighty name of Jesus, by the end of this convention, there shall be a testimony. Oh, there shall be a testimony. There shall be a testimony. When that woman had no other place to turn, she preached to herself. That's why I said it is issue of interpretation and perception of your trouble. If you see it as something that is to change your story, you will move. If you see it as something that will end your life, you sit down. But as the Lord liveth, your turning point is now. I'm sure you know what I mean by that. Your turning point is now. Oh, your turning point is now. 
and his turning point for new dawn in the mighty name of Jesus. In the mighty name of Jesus. I want you to rise on your feet with me. Rise on your feet with me. Rise on your feet with me. I want to raise one or two prayer points from those scriptures. The Bible said, Elisha said, bring me new cruise. And he went to the source of the water and poured it there and said, thus says the Lord, today this water is healed. And God reported back that the water was healed by the word of Elisha. Now, you will lift up your voice. How exactly do you want it to be? How exactly? It is how Elisha wants it. He spoke it. God performed it. Now lift up your voice and say, Father, in the name of Jesus, they have the spirit of faith. They have the spirit of faith. They spoke. I also have the spirit of faith. Therefore, I speak. God says the Lord. You this challenge, your time is over. Now, lift up your voice. Address it now. Address it now. He said, you will say to this mountain, mountain be moved and they will obey. He said, you will decree a thing and the Lord will perfect it and perform it. He said, you will say a word and the Lord will establish it. Elisha said, this water is healed. God said it is healed because Elisha said it. Now, what are you saying? What are you expecting? What are you looking out for? What are you saying? Speak to that situation. You have the right. You have the opportunity. You have the opportunity. The new dawn declaration is our opportunity for prophetic manifestation. It's our opportunity to take advantage. He said the lion has roared. Who will not prophesy? Prophesy. 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 Speak to the situation. Speak to the condition. Let them hear you. Your threat is your new dawn advantage. Your advantage is here. Something is about to shift. Something is about to shift. When Elisha spoke, every force is shifted. When Elisha spoke, every force is shifted. Oh Lord, this threat must become my testimony. Blessed be thy name. In Jesus. Jesus precious name we pray my second prayer point is this when Elisha spoke in Samaria he said by this time tomorrow everything will change then somebody you know the story special advisor senior advisor to the government said it can't be done then Elisha said something he said you will see it but you won't taste it now Elisha was not trying to kill the man Elisha was trying to send a message back to the king that don't forget, don't forget who I am. He wants his dignity and honor back from the king. Because when the king sees that somebody died by the word of Elisha, he will confirm. You are going to say with me, Father, in the name of Jesus, I speak according to your word. Every forces, every power, every manipulation working against my progress and new dawn. In the name of Jesus, you are judged. Go ahead. Go ahead. Elisha declared for his dignity and honor to be restored. Elisha declared for his dignity and honor to be restored. Declare now. Declare now. Declare now. Declare now. Declare now. Declare now. 
Declare now, something must break. Something must give way. Something must leave. Something must be transformed. You didn't come this morning just for another show. You came this morning for specific things. Oh, yes. Thank you and thank you. In the mighty name of Jesus. And lastly, we are going to tap into the help that Bartimeu received. Bartimeu heard that Jesus entered. If you read that story, say, Jesus entered Jericho. Bartimeu was there. He had it. Then, Jesus was going out of Jericho. Maybe he was able to understand that that's the last time because from that trip, Jesus went to the cross. Maybe he got to know that this is my last opportunity. Then he began to shout. You know the story? But this is where we are going. When Jesus called him, he said, what do you want me to do? Say, that I may receive my mind. The key word here is mine. It is my own. How they stole it, I don't know. It is my own. How it disappeared, I don't know. What is your own that must be restored? Even before the end of this convention, lift up your voice and say, Jesus, that I might receive my own, my own sight, my own health, my own family, my own baby, my own promotion, my own increase. Oh, yes, fresh idea, inspiration from on high, wisdom, my own, my own, my own. This is not my original self. Something must show forth that we announce the originality of my destiny. Something must show forth. Oh, yes, Lord. Oh, yes, Lord. Oh, yes, Lord. Oh, yes, Lord. Oh yes, Lord. In the name of Jesus. Just like Elisha said it, and it was reported back that it is what Elisha said that made it happen. Everything you have pronounced this morning, in the mighty name of Jesus, permit me to say, God of Femi Emmanuel, put a stamp on it. Oh, 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 oh. I say, put a stamp on it. It is approved. I say, it is approved. It is approved in the name of Jesus. Can you please help me to prophesy to five people? Just go and tell them it is approved. It is approved. It is approved. It is approved. It is approved in Jesus' name. Church, put your hands together for the Lord. Thank you so much for listening to this podcast and ensure you subscribe to get more podcasts to keep you on the success track. While others say there is a casting down, for you that you'll be a lifting up. I love you.